0: St. Paul, at the beginning of his ministry, was ardently opposed and had this kind of a attack mentality toward those that he saw as, as unrepentant sinners, especially this heretical sect within Judaism that would later become known as Christians or, or Christianity. So he imprisoned them, he attacked them, he persecuted them in every way that he possibly could think. But of course, you know, later he had a, conversion experience, and something would radically change about the way that he handled those he saw as sinners. We read in one of his last epistles, the epistle to the Romans, in chapter 14, he said that, you know, if you're dealing with somebody, maybe someone who's weak in the faith, he said, don't focus so much on things of differing opinion. Instead, Welcome them. He said, welcome them. This is after years and years of ministry, how this changed him. Today, in our readings, we have these readings about confronting the sinner and how you do this. It's important, of course. It can be a great act of mercy to confront the sinner. You know, Ezekiel talks about it. Our Lord talked about it today. You know, It's kind of gentle, step-by-step approach. But what happens if somebody is totally unrepentant? You've gently brought things up and they just don't want to hear it, don't want to have anything to do about it. How do you respond then? What's the next steps? That's what I want to talk about today. The way that our Lord instructs in his life, in his ministry, how to deal with an unrepentant sinner is with welcome. Uh, Not kind of harping on this over and over again, but simply allowing the Lord to do his hidden work in that person's life. This is what we see kind of him teaching in his life. He mentions it in the gospel reading for today in Matthew 18. You know, he gives this kind of step-by-step approach to bringing things up with a brother, perhaps, who's wronged you. But then when he refuses all those things, what do you do? What's the next step? Our Lord says that you should treat him like a Gentile or a tax collector. Well, what does that mean exactly? How did our Lord treat those on the outside? How did he treat those who were seen as sinners? I was curious about that. And so this passage that we're looking at today is from Matthew 18. So what did Matthew have to say in the rest of his books? I pulled up a few things. So we have him in Matthew 9. He's eating with tax collectors and sinners. These are like known sinners. These are not repentant sinners, people who know they got issues and are trying to fix them. No, these is unrepentant, you know, happy sinners. You know, they're, they're doing this. And here our Lord is eating with them. A few chapters later, in Matthew 11, we learn that he does this so much that he's gained a reputation for being with these sinners. Not only has he gained a reputation for being with sinners, but people are now calling him a sinner. You, know, you kind of take on the reputation of those who you're with. And so our Lord mentions that he is called a glutton and a drunkard, our Lord is us. We know he wasn't doing these things. But he wasn't afraid of being criticized for these things. Being so close to these people, these unrepentant sinners, that he even uh, began to be kind of lumped in with them by other people. So Matthew eleven nineteen, 19, he talks about that. Behold, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. This is what he says people are saying about him. Uh, and then, of course, he tells a parable about this later on in Matthew 22 about how there's these invited wedding guests that don't want to come to the wedding. But this is an important festive occasion. And so the person in charge of the wedding says, hey, I want you to go out in the streets and gather anybody, anybody and everybody. I want you to gather the good and the bad. Meaning the, the repentant, of course, we want those guys, but also the unrepentant. People that don't even care about their sins. Invite them. I want my house to be full. The good and the bad, he says in this parable. They try to have, convey what the kingdom of God is like. What is the church like? So what do you do with an underpentant sinner, someone who's just kind of refused any, any sort of correction? You welcome them. You treat them like a Gentile or a tax collector, like our Lord treated Gentiles and tax collectors. And what does it mean to welcome these types of folks? You know, I think one of the things it means is that you don't constantly... Harp on them. Oh, you're, you're a sinner. You know, we, you can come here, but you need to fix this thing. You know, it's like, so what did our Lord say in Matthew 18? You know, if you, you try this and it doesn't work, you go back to step number one and approach them again alone. No, no, you don't do anything like that. You just welcome them. Don't harp on them. Let them, let them be. So Thomas Aquinas talked about this when he talked about when you're confronting somebody. He said, if, if you think somebody's going to be open to your confrontation, then you're obligated to to do this, to bring this up to the person. But if you know ahead of time that that person does not want to have anything to do with what you're going to say, totally closed to what you're calling this person do to. Thomas Aquinas, one of the greatest theologians in the history of the church, says in that particular circumstance, it's more charitable not to bring it up. Because if you try to bring it up, you're just going to make things worse. You're going to cause issues with your relationship with that person. The person is probably going to become even more hardened. It's, it's more terribly it says not to bring it up in that situation. And this is what we see Pope Francis doing, or, or let's say Jesus doing, in, in his ministry. You know, we don't hear him constantly berating and telling tax collectors they need to stop cheating people or the prostitutes they need to stop taking in business. We don't really hear him preaching much about that. But we know that those people were with him often. So he's not constantly like harping on them, trying to fix them over and over again. Uh, he simply welcomes them. Pope Francis was recently asked a question, I think it was by a priest, who works with university students. And he said, Father, Holy Father, we have these students who, they seem to be devout, they're committed to the church, they're virtuous in many areas of their lives, but they identify as homosexuals. How should I work with them? And uh, Pope Francis said that, he responded to the person, I think, with, with great wisdom. He said, we need to be less naive and, and more realistic. You now, I guess this priest had told Pope Francis that uh, you know, these students, they see the church's teaching on, on sexuality as, as, an, as an imposition, an unnecessary imposition. So Holy Father House, we work with them. And Pope Francis says, we need to be less naive and more realistic when it comes to to, you know, these things. This is a kind of a sensitive area right now. Uh, and there's kind of a big focus on it. People like to focus on these more exciting sins perhaps than the, less, the boring ones like cheating or lying or, you know, on your taxes or who knows, you know. So uh, they focus on these things. But he says we need to be more realistic. He says not forcing people into things and behaviors for which they are not yet mature or are not yet capable of. He then went on to uh, uh, give an example. I guess he had visited a religious sister who works with uh, people who identify as transgender. And he had gone to their house and talked to them, and they asked Pope Francis, hey, can we come to your Wednesday audience? He does an audience for the tourists, a little teaching and the Angelus Prayer. Can we come there? And he said, yeah, definitely. You can come on out to the, to the audience. And so they came. They came to the audience. And the first time they came, they began to cry as they were there, being welcomed, you know, in this midst. And and they would say, you know, we didn't even realize that we were allowed to be here. And he says the crazy thing is they have been coming back ever since, every week. Uh, Just simply welcoming them, drawing them close to the Lord. And so instead of harping on them, constant correction, Being welcoming means really truly being welcoming, entrusting these things to the Lord, Uh, that that he'll take care of these things little by little. The Holy Spirit is at work, whether this is in the life of someone you know, or maybe it's a sin that you struggle with and you've had difficulty with. The Holy Spirit is at work in these things. So just taking time to, to stop and entrust those things to the Lord. Uh, I like the parable that our Lord told in Matthew 22 about the two sons. He says that a father asked two sons to go work in his field. And the first son said, yeah, I'd be happy to do it. Or the first son said, no, I won't do it. I won't work in your field. And then he went to the second son. And the second son said, yeah, I'd be happy to work in the field. But then he, I guess he got distracted and forgot about it and didn't do it. Uh, but then something happened within the heart of that first son. And... Uh, he changed his mind and he went and he worked in the father's field. And our Lord says that tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of heaven before you. Meaning that there's this, this hidden work that's going on. That the Lord is at work far beyond anything that you can do. Uh, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, this great teaching book about our faith, it says that the more we share in the life of Christ and progress in his friendship, the more difficult it is to break away from him by mortal sin. The closer you to simply invite people, maybe they've got big bad sins and things, or maybe it's you, who knows, has issues that you're not ready to handle or deal with, and simply inviting them to be with the Lord, the more that he works on the heart from the inside out, that he even changes desires from the inside out. He is at work entrusting these things to him. Ezekiel talked about that. The Lord spoke through the prophet Ezekiel. He said, A new heart I am creating within you to follow my statutes and to be careful to observe my ordinances. So simply entrusting these things to the Lord. He is at work. Uh, and welcoming uh, these people, welcoming even yourself, your struggles, in, into our midst. So what do you do? If you are, and maybe about a particular sin, an unrepentant sinner, maybe you disagree with some teaching of the church, or maybe you know somebody who's just kind of hardened against some teaching uh, that our Lord gives to us through his church. How do you respond? How do you treat those folks? Well, our Lord said to treat them like a Gentile, like a tax collector. Meaning welcome them, uh, draw them in to the Lord, to his church, to his family. Don't harp on them, or if it's you, don't be, don't be beating down yourself, hard on yourself, or whatever issue it is that you're dealing with. But simply turn to the Lord. Allow him to transform you. Allow the Holy Spirit to work on your heart. Entrust that person to the Lord, knowing that our Father in heaven cares far more for that person than you or I can ever possibly hope to. How do you treat an unrepentant sinner? Welcome them uh, to the fame of the Lord. Entrust them to Him. That God may be glorified. Amen.